Hi guys, I am Erin, an all-natural licensed esthetician. Um, I am located in LA, just outside of Gardena. Um, and welcome to season two of the Get Shit Done podcast, the podcast where I talk to um, other business owners in addition to me being a esthetician and being in love with um, skin. I am also in love with business. I am also in love with hearing other people's stories and how they got to where they are um, to be who they are in their field. Um, we have a guest today, Rita. So I am talking to business owners that I know absolutely nothing about, um, unless they're my friends. But in this case, for the first few guests, um, I don't know um, who they are. So um, I'm going to add Rita now. I think I did it. Oh. Um. Hello. Hi, Rita. I did it. Okay. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm really good. Thank you for joining me on this. Um, how's it going? Good, good. Just you enjoy enjoying the rain we're having here i was just about to say you enjoying the rain <laughs> i i you know what i love the rain I, I i'm a weird california girl born and raised in california yeah me too. oh my god give me the rain give me the cold give me give me the weather Ugh. only for so long after so many days i'm over it like right we've had enough it's okay now it can go <laughs> we, can, we right. can have a break up for it a bit i mean um okay so i was just i just did a little intro so basically what i'm doing is i'm talking to other business owners um i am absolutely in love with business i'm in love with hearing people's stories and how they got to where they are in business how they're getting to um the goal of where they want to be um so i'll just let you go ahead and introduce yourself i did let them know that i don't know you so this is my first time our first time talking to one another <laughs> Um, but that's perfect because I would prefer not to know who I'm talking to so that it just causes for a more interesting conversation. Um, so I'll let you introduce yourself. Okay. Hi, I'm Rita. I'm the owner of Bella Rose Salon right here in Hawthorne. Um, I'm coming up two years officially open on May 1st. Woo! Congratulations. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It's, it's a crazy story. <laughs> nice um well i've been a hairstylist for 11 or it'll be 12 years this june actually nice we're being like old enough where you've been doing something for over a decade right like it's <laughs> i got started later in the game so no it is not weird <laughs> uh, for me it's like for me to be like oh man yeah i've been doing this for over a decade i'm like I'm only like I'm only 32. How is that? <laughs> well, yeah, that that makes it a little weird because you're yeah. so young. Yeah. So I've been in the hair game for 12 years. Um, a wild ride. I mean, it took me maybe about a good eight years before I was like, wait, I'm good. I got this. You know. <laughs> um, back in December 2021 right after christmas i had covid and then i got a call from my dad he's like hey <clears throat> i need you to go to the bank and get cash and i'm like what what do you mean like, like for what? he goes oh yeah i got you the salon right next door and i was like oh i was like well i can't go to the bank i have covid but <laughs> you know i like triple masked it up i like gloves i like layered up i was like all right I, I guess i'm doing this i went i got the cash and i went and the people who were in that salon beforehand i was like how much do you want for everything they're like oh you know x amount i was like good got it here no. so I, I bought the stuff in the place before i got my lease nice. um, yeah which i mean it was so were they moving or they were leaving so they had actually the place where i am at it's been a salon for years um 
actually it was oh it was a african-american owned salon for a long time okay for, i think about like 10 years um right before covid another um person took it over she had actually gotten it for her sister um <clears throat> but that's you know right when covid hit so they never opened up and then she was like my sister ended up finding a boyfriend with a barber shop and works out there so i was like you know what you guys have like brand new chairs that haven't been used like ed like nice. um so i got it we got the lease and i started everything in january and right around the time where i opened up my business i was going through losses as well um at a friend of mine passed away and then like a week later my grandmother passed away right after new yeah, year's i'm sorry it it's fine you know it was expected well my grandmother was expected but you know it, it was weird because my family and i were like okay we want to celebrate the good stuff happening but we're also in mourning kind of so, heartbroken yeah yeah and my my grandma was a she was a big supporter of me she was not a big supporter of my career the first you know few years very old school she's like why are you doing hair go get go, a job go go be a secretary <laughs> <laughs> after five or six years she was like okay you know what this is good she was maybe you can find a husband who does hair and i'm like oh how funny oh god no like that is not what i want <laughs> like no grandma <laughs> no so yeah it's, it's it's been a learning curve you know like i've managed a salon i've helped another salon where i've done like literally everything back-end work, paperwork, like paperwork for the city. And it's different when it's your own business. Because then also- But all those other things were preparing you for what you were about to come into yeah. at some point. Yeah. Yeah. And then now it's like, I've never worked it. So my salon's located in Hawthorne. I think I left that detail out. I live in Gardena salons in Hawthorne. Are you I, far from me? No. And I've never worked in this area. So I didn't have a clientele. So um, literally yeah. I opened up a business, like started from, from scratch. Zero, um, and you know, I had, I had an amazing start though. Like when I opened up, I was getting, you know, appointments here and there. And each month I was like, okay, great. I'm getting more. I'm getting more. I'm getting more. So how um, were they finding you? Was it just like walk-ins or? Well, in the beginning i did that paid yelp ad which was great until it wasn't the because what? the yelp ads you know oh, where you yelp. Pay, oh yeah which i know, hate yelp great. by the way oh <laughs> my gosh okay. no no thank you to yelp it was listen when yelp was matching my budget it was great that's when i was getting the most clients and then when i noticed when it was just and i was paying I was paying like almost a thousand dollars. I was like their top tier, but I'm like, I'm not getting, I'm not getting much. So I was like, I think after that first, like, you know, nine months, I was like, all right, I'm good. I, excuse me. I still get people where they're like, I saw you on Yelp. You have great reviews. So I was like, okay. Come oh, you know? <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's been interesting. Um, knock on wood it's you know i'm a i'm a five-star rated salon with all five stars um same here yes it, it's great and you know like it like i love when clients are like yeah you have five stars it's like you know and i'm like oh my god okay now like the pressure's on i gotta make sure like i i, I run at home with this one or, you know, <laughs> No, I was told to, and it was great advice because I'm grateful that I don't, but I was told to not, and this is what I tell other people as well, like new people come in or people that ask me questions, like not to focus on the numbers, um, of course, provide right good customer service and quality products and services, um, but just not focus on the numbers because then when just so happen like if something goes left then you're kind of like discouraged from some things which was great advice because i don't and then when i get like 
the opposite of something I'm always just like well whatever or like sometimes I don't even like really look at the stuff I try not to um because you can get like so swept into it but no yeah so that pressure isn't there for me (laughs) I I need to get there you know um like luckily I've had great things um I had I had my first one-star review however (laughs) it was not a real review which, and I what? know, I know exactly who wrote this review. Oh, me too. Uh, and it's really funny. So I know exactly who wrote this review and I had reported it. And like, you know, at first, Yep was like, oh, we find nothing wrong with this. Well, I call, I call them. I go, yo, this is not a person who's been to my business. I know exactly who put this review because she took it off of her own business page and copy and pasted it was it like a competitor or something why would she well she she was in the beauty business but she doesn't do hair like i'm not gonna blast her business right right because i'm no, not gonna you know yeah i get it she does lashes and she's in carson i will say that okay and That's she was I'm mad because why would she do it? is i have my theories um this was were you guys friends or something? We were. She's done oh. her lashes a few times. Okay. We were really cool. Um, I think she got butt hurt because this was January of uh, you know 2022 when the economy after pandemic was starting to open back up. Yeah, and then people were like, "Well, now we're not getting that free money. I ain't got the money to spend." Oh, it was slowing down. So we were talking about that and you know, she goes, oh, well, you know, at least you have your family. And I was like, girl. To do I, what? I was like, I don't know what you think, but my dad has his own business. My brother has his own business. My mom is the breadwinner. My mom is the one who's paying for all of the bills in our household, keeping us low. <laughs> I go, I'm the one who paid for everything in my business that I have. Uh, You know, she's lucky because her business, a family member owns that spot. So. Oh, so she can just be there. Whether she pays or not, I don't know. But like, you got a break. If I can't afford my rent, you think my landlord's like, oh, well, it's okay. No, (laughs) my landlord's going to be like, you pay and you're going to pay the late fee. (laughs) <laughs> um, you know, I was like, I, my family's not going to, like, they'll help me, but I'm not going to ask them. I've been doing everything on my own. I think she got a little butthurt because how is it? It was like one week after that conversation. And all of a sudden you got a negative review. But, you know, God was watching me because that day when I got that review and I was trying to look at it, I, my phone was not loading it up. <laughs> Period. <laughs> That day, it was February. It was uh, right after I got better from second round of COVID. Dang. So what do you do in those situations? What do you do when um, discouraging situations happen? Like, how do you bounce back? How do you get back focused on the goals? And like with so many distractions and. You just, you just got to do it. I mean. Listen, when you're a business owner, you're working for yourself. You're barely like you barely make money as it is, right? You you make enough where you pay what you gotta pay, but especially the first two, three years, you're not making enough to pay yourself. So sometimes you just gotta pull your boots up and do what you gotta do. I mean, obviously when you're sick, take care of yourself. Right. I mean, you know, again, I was I don't know. Like even this past month in January, I was sick and I was out for two and a half weeks. And I'm like, damn, like I can't, I can't do this. Um, You know, luckily like I came back better and you know, I'm I'm doing it. It's so funny. I was just on the phone with one of my best friends when, before I went live and she was just like, how do you keep, how, how do you like, what makes you keep going? Like, how do you, and I'm just like, well, I know that 
And if I don't work, I don't get paid. If I don't get paid, I got to go back to work. And I'm not going back to work. (laughs) So I was like, this isn't like you just clock in and you can still feel bad and just chill. I was like, no, you got to work. You got to keep going. So in business, it's a different ball game. And you just got to keep going and stay creative and get innovative whenever need be. Um, But yes, that's the key is just to keep going. You know, I mean you what whatever you believe in god higher power buddha allah you just gotta have faith that whatever you believe in is gonna handle you and take care of you i came back to work and i had a check in the mail for something else so (laughs) it's like and that's always happened to me because i've been out of work for months at a time because i had surgery i broke a bone and every time, I kid you not, like, I've been taken care of by the universe as far as money. When they tell you, do not stress, money will come. Like, that is the number one advice I tell people. Like, you know, I know a lot of people on my Instagram, they're very, they're either like super religious to God, great. And then I have people on the other spectrum where they're very spiritual. They're like manifestation, crystal, sage. Like, and I'm a believer of all, you know? I, I I turn to God when I need him and I turn to my crystals and sage. And I know that's very controversial because people are like, oh, that's- like, sometimes I feel like this. Sometimes I feel like this. <laughs> you know what? I don't worry because I get taken care of. I mean, I take, I take care of myself, you know? And- now I have an amazing fiance who I actually met right around the time I was opening my business. I was like, congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> you know, now, now on top of that, we're planning our wedding. That's in four months. So nice. It's oh, honestly opening up my business, opened the doors to way better stuff. Nice. Better stuff. So what are you most proud of with your business? you know i don't know it's it's it might not be much to people but still being open and doing it by myself that's what do you mean that may not be much that's the big picture (laughs) you know because someone could be like oh well you don't pay yourself and i'm like listen i have months where i'm like i make enough i can send the tips to myself that i make and there's months where i'm like i don't pay myself but the fact that I'm able to keep my business afloat and pay whatever bills I need to pay, I'm good. You'll see it on the back end. It'll come. It, exactly. Yeah. It's gonna come. Um, you know, I'm focused and I just think about my future, you know. Right now, right now I'm saving up so me and my fiance can have a place nice in the future, which Dang, man, this this housing market needs to fix itself. <laughs> but a whole nother ball game. Um, so as far as do you think social media is important? How important do you think social media is when it comes to business? It's it's important. Not a lot. No, I'm on social media. I barely use it. Okay. But I don't get a lot of clients from social media. Not really. Um, I know. Okay, listen. I know. I know a lot of girls where they're like, "Oh yeah, I got like five new clients from Instagram," or you know, they're TikTok famous, and now they're. I don't listen, get clients I from use, TikTok. I use no. social media as a way to post my work, so that way, when someone finds me on Yelp, they have a place to go see my work, and they're like, "All right, cool." That's what I say. It's just like a a business card for people because that's the first thing they say. Do you have Instagram? So it's just something for people to see. Um, But that makes it important because if we didn't have it for them to see, they'll just be like, you know. Yeah. Social media is great in the sense of like you connect with people. So Mm -hmm. someone, they might have a question. It's great. But I'm not using Instagram to get people in my chair. Yeah, no. Obviously, the Yelp, getting the reviews, getting the reviews on Google, even your booking platform. 
I've had. Who do you use for your um, booking? I use Frusha. Girl, I'm not paying for a gloss genius or a Vigaro, as great as they are, but as a small business owner. So you you don't pay anything? It's um, free completely? Not 100%. There are certain things you pay for. Um, You pay for a certain amount of text messaging, this Mm. and that. Um, But it's very minimal cost compared to what you pay for gloss genius or Vigaro. Um, I have um, Square. A good example. Um, I'm on this Facebook group. Um, I think it's called Thriving Stylist. Something I don't know. One a Facebook group for stylists. Okay. One person brought up. Oh, I think I'm gonna change my business to do cash Venmo Zelle, or if they're gonna pay a credit card to charge fees. What are your thoughts and feedback? You know, every everyone puts their. For me, I think it's tacky when I go to a business and they're like, all right, if you're going to pay a card, it's like 50 cents or 3%. (laughs) I don't take cards because of I'm a part of a bunch of groups and I see a lot of times where they're saying people are doing, and this is when I was in esthetician school, I joined a bunch of groups and a bunch of people would say that people were doing uh, chargebacks. So ever since then, I just, I never accepted cards at all. Only time you can use the card is if you're doing something on my website. Right. Which, you know what, whatever works for your business. But I think if you're going to be taking cards to charge for a credit card fee, (laughs) like, no. It's like when you go in a Chinese food place. (laughs) I've been to a few places, right, where they're like cash only or, you know, 50 cent fee to use a card. And to be honest, I don't go back to that place after because one, I don't like, I don't like feeling like I'm being nickel and dime. Um, and it just seems shady to me, right? Because so it's they really like, just added in the price. It is. And it's like, okay, are is there a reason? Like, are you trying to evade tax? Like, we, by the way, the credit card fees are tax write-off to a certain extent. <laughs> um, I take, I mean, majority of my clients all pay with card and I'm not gonna lie I completely forgot where I was going with this thought process <laughs> we were talking about the group and someone posted right and you know there were a lot of people who were like no when you're small oh, oh this we were talking about the booking app yes this is what I was gonna say because I was looking into gloss genius and Vigaro and then going with their credit card system to make everything cohesive. That way I could take a card on file for no shows or whatever. And then they told me how much they charge for a credit card processing fee. And I'm like, no, I'm sorry. You're going to take almost 3% off of my money on t- and like 25 cents. If you cannot afford what your fees are, find something cheaper. I'm very happy with my credit card processing company, which is like a small company not connected to my booking system. Um, And what I do is honestly, I'll take a deposit from people who book through me directly, like through Instagram or Yelp for big color services. Like, you know, just like a $50 non-refundable deposit, which you Venmo, Zelle, or Apple Pay. Those are your options. and they do no questions asked and if someone's like i don't want to pay that and i'm like okay well then no appointment you don't want a service for me i mean yes there's people that like go through the cracks because i'm like if someone's gonna go directly on my booking thing it's weird for me to call them up and be like you need to pay but you know at at the end of the day as a business owner Sometimes you just got to eat certain costs, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, sometimes all the time. As an esthetician, <laughs> you might get someone that first time gets a facial and they weren't honest and they have an allergic reaction. Are you going to be like, pay up or, <laughs> you know? Right. You kind of, and it goes back to customer service. You have to give the best customer service. I agree. So do you have a, this has been, well, lately, this was my one-star review because 
and I know what hair you probably have a it's easier to get another person in while you're working on someone else um but I got a, a one-star review because she missed her grace period and after you miss your grace period you basically run into my next client so if I have someone schedule after you nine times out of ten I won't accept you um if I am available to still take you after the grace period if i don't have anything to do then i will do it this time i i had another client after her so she goes on yelp leaves a one-star review um which is fine because for me in my eyes it just shows everybody else okay you can't but what she did she lied she didn't say that she missed her grace period she just said that i let her know that i couldn't take her um but how do you deal with like situations like that where it's like you're late and you're so late that I can't take you that, or do you have that issue with your clients? I will say this in the two, <laughs> almost two years I've been open. I've been pretty blessed with the people that walk through my door. Um, yeah. I say I've maybe had on three clients where I've kind of been like, like I fire them or just kind of make it a little bit more difficult for them to get an appointment so they don't come back. Right. Um, <laughs> I do. I have a grace period about 15 minutes. Um, usually, you know, my clients will call me if they're like, hey, I'm going to be late. I've had some clients be like, I I'm going to be there in like 30 minutes. If I have That's no late. other client, if I have nobody after you, I'll take you. Like, yeah. you Same. know, yeah. um, and it, it depends because sometimes it might be, you know, they book for a color and a cut. And if they're late, and I'm like, okay, I can only service you for color or cut, but you can't get, <clears throat> there's gotta be something, right? But if it's to the point where a client's 30 minutes late at, for like, you know, an hour appointment, and I'm, I can't get them in for that last 30 minutes, I'm sorry. <laughs> at the end of the day, I can't have you run into my next appointment, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, but. Maybe if I work with an assistant, it's a lot easier. Well, yes, that would be a lot easier. An assistant, and if I had additional rooms to set up, you know, pre-game. As, as an esthetician, it's a little hard to service two people at once, right? That's but, what I'm saying. Like, with what the, uh, face? Right. What, with you, you can, like, wash and put them under the dryer and start yeah. on someone else. Like, in my case, it's just me. Like, I can't. <laughs> there's nothing I can really do. I mean, so... Yeah. yeah, I've had instances where someone's hair may have taken a lot longer than I expected. Like, they have a lot more hair than I thought. And, you know, it's coloring and then, like, my next appointment thing. <clears throat> then at that point, I'm like, hey, you know what? I'm going to do a treatment on your hair. You're going to sit under the dryer. It's on the house, you know. you it, It's customer it's customer service. service. I agree. Service. Yes. You know. Yeah. Um. And then it's, it's everything. Like you, you have to bring value to what you charge as well. I agree. You know. So has there been a time um, where you basically had to um, get creative, get innovative, and like pivot from whatever you were doing because whatever you wanted to do isn't working? As far as like with the client's hair or like in business anyway in business and if so what did you do how did you do it um i mean probably the marketing because like i said yelp was starting to get too expensive with not enough turnaround um i actually went because so at my website is with wix so i went onto my wix website and i saw like hey, you can advertise for X amount of dollars a month and get this many views. Nice. Um, and it's integrated to Instagram and Facebook. Nice. I did exactly that for like way more than half the amount I was paying for. <laughs> uh, no. But it, it, it's all for full circle, right? So because mm -hmm. if someone's going to see you on Instagram, they're going to go check your Yelp. They're going to go check your Google. They're going to go check your Instagram page. 
Yeah. We're going to do research because if someone's putting down $300 for their hair, they're not going to go willy nilly to just to know, anybody. To Amy on the corner. No. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, like I've had people message me be like, I want this to my hair. Can you do this? And it's, you know, that new trend, the salt and pepper color. And I'm like, no, that's not my expertise. <laughs> do you see any of that on my. First of all, I tell them, I go, this is going to be a long process. It's going to be like upwards of $1,000 or more because it's a nine-hour service minimum. Mm. And usually the ones who've reached out to me that want it are like black box dye hair for years. Oh, so it's harder to get their hair transition. Exactly. And I tell them, I go, this is not my forte. It's not my specialty. It's not something I've done. I don't want to do this because guaranteed your hair is going to get damaged and I don't want to be responsible. Yeah. So if this is what you want, you go to someone who specializes. Um, I know like in our industry, Jack Martin hair colorist, I think that's his name. Um, he's, he's known for the salt and pepper look. Um, it's what he does. Um, okay. Interesting enough. I had actually met him one time because his brother-in-law is my dad's best friend. We met at a random like Egyptian club, and like you know they're like, "Yeah, I'll buy ourselves." So I was like, "Oh, what do you like to do?" He's like, "Color corrections." A month later, he gets blown up on like behind the chair for the salt and pepper look. I'm like, <laughs> I was like, "Oh, mom, look, this is so and so's brother-in-law, That's the guy." <laughs> so, yeah, you know. Sometimes you're you're not gonna have enough money for your marketing one month. You need to pivot and how can I market? Um I even did one of those, I paid a guy to put my flyers all around, like on the door. <laughs> oh, I did that. <laughs> and I will say that one was a waste of money. He was like, Oh, you know, like we may take out like a hundred flyers and you'll get like five people from that. Girl, I got zero. <laughs> I don't you know think what? I got it either. <laughs> right under me, I have a nail salon. I gave them a bunch of my flyers, and from them, I've got at least like three to four clients. Yeah, that'll do it. It's not, it they're in the same industry, so of course. Yeah. Um, so you said your dad called you and said there's a place next door to me. So what does he do? My dad is in insurance and registration. Oh, okay. Um, so he does car insurance. Um, he does do business insurance, home insurance. Um, and he, you know, they handle registration stuff. So when you got to pay for your registration or you want to transfer a title, he does all of that. Um, and my brother was also working out of that same office. Um, he's an attorney. So at the time he was doing consulting business law, which I was like, Great. You're saving me like $20,000 right now by handling my business attorney stuff. Nice. So it's great. It's great working right next to my dad and brother. So they're yeah. still there. My dad is still there. Um, nice. My brother, he's in and out, but it's great because give, and I live five minutes. I mean, I work five minutes away from home, so it's great, but because, you know, that area is not the safest. Um, it, I'm on. I'm off of Rosecrans in Hawthorne. Rose. Rosecrans. Oh, okay. I'm in between Crenshaw and I don't know if you're familiar with Hawthorne, like Rosecrans area. Mm-hmm. You do you know where that burger place is? Um, I think. Rosecrans and Hawthorne. So, no, well, it, it's I'm off. I'm next to Rosecrans and Crenshaw. That would be the next biggest. Street. Okay, so you're near the airport. Close, yeah. yeah I'm, not I'm, too far. Not too far. Yeah. Anyway, it that area is not a great area. Um, like three years ago, there was a person in our parking lot that was found shot. Um, <laughs> last month there was a shooting at that burger joint right across from us. So you know, when it's dark, it's too, a lot going on. It's a lot. So there's been times where I'm like, I've had to stay at the shop late because of clients. I call my brother. I'm like, hey, uh, I need you to come and like stay next door. You know, my yeah. brother's military. He's got a gun. So I'm like, bring your gun. Like, 
you know? <laughs> she like, I need help. Come help me. <laughs> uh, <coughs> um, well, that's nice to have family around um, while you're working. You know, I'm by myself. So if I get lonely, I go, I'm like, what's what's going on? What y'all over here doing? <laughs> what, doing? What, what Do you have food? My, like Saturdays, my dad goes for like a few hours and then he'll go and get pizza. So I'll be like, you got pizza? All right. <laughs> so have you ever had to like depend on your dad for like, I don't know, some type of business help or advice or? I mean, listen. Yes. My dad, my dad got me my insurance that I needed for my business. He got nice. me when I was, when I thought I wanted to hire assistants and I was trying out a few of them. He got me workers comp. So he took care of all of that. Nice. Um, my brother takes care of other things for me. He takes care of like, he took care of my licensing. Um, he takes care of my, like paying my um, sales taxes every year. Um, my mom handles my actual taxes at the end of the year. Nice. She takes it to okay, her. Mama. <laughs> I, you know what? Because I say I do it all by myself, but it's, it's really not like my business is truly a family business. Yeah. And every one of them have poured, you know, my mom's the one who helped me like clean that salon up, decorate it. Um, you know, my mom's the one who put all of my decorations up. I didn't, she's the one that got up on the ladder, hammered the nail in and hung up like, girl, that's what mamas do. <laughs> like ma, like moms are super moms and you know, it's, it, it's amazing. And it, it's another thing that sucks about growing up. Cause you're like, Oh, like I'm not ready to get, older and like older <laughs> and all of that um, so yeah i have i like i tell people i'm like look i just run my shop and i take care of clients everything else i my, someone my, else is helping you they have a, their hand in it one way or another and, and and yes and i think that's why i i feel like i i mean I'm not successful by what someone might think, you know, like I'm not a millionaire. I'm not a six figure business yet, but I'm successful. I, successful I'm, is what you define it, it exactly, as being. You know? Not a lot of people can last two years in a business. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm, Especially people that, um, so did you work before? Like, did you have a job before this? Yeah. So before this, I was working in um, Burbank for an amazing like salon owner. Um, I had been told, I had met her once back in 2015 and I was following her on Instagram all those years. And January, 2021, uh, she had posted about, you know, M Monat, Monet, that MLM company. Oh yeah. Uh, one of my friends does that. Uh, she posted something about it and I was like, and I, you know, I was like, girl, I don't understand how hairstylists can actually be doing that MLM. And then she checked out my page and she's like, do you want to come work for me? <laughs> like, sure. I was like, bet. Like, you know, at the time I was not really like i was working in san pedro but not really working you know i was like whatever and um so i went i worked in burbank i would go i was building it like i was building a name for myself there i was there for you know a year and then this happened and even the first three months i was still i would go work there then i'd come and like handle it at the shop Right. Um, and then, so I was there, or technically two and a half, because I ended halfway in March, because I was like, you know, I have my two-week family trip to Florida. Once I do, like, once I come back, I'm going to focus on my business. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was, you know, it's, it's really hard when you're going from making a steady paycheck and getting paid to, like, all right, like. Am I am I gonna make like five dollars this week? You just you just never know. You don't know what's going on right now. <laughs> yeah, it comes with it. It, it does, but you know. But then I have like days like I don't know. 
like okay December my fiance and I were like let's go, let's go to let's go to Vegas I was like I'll close on a Friday Saturday let's go we went you to have Vegas. that luxury of doing it yeah you know I have the, I have if I don't have an appointment and the day's great summertime I'm like all right let me close up I'm going to the beach I was just about to say beach day <laughs> you know um if I have no clients when my mom's off I spend it with her you know, yeah. so that's the one great thing about being a business owner. Like, yeah, there's pros and cons. You're like, hey, if I close up, I don't make money. But like. I still have know. time for myself. I still can decide yeah. whether or not I want to do this or do that. Like you, you have my one um, deciding factor and I quit probably about, about a year after that. I used to have a clothing store and um when I opened the clothing store, I had three jobs. So once I opened it, I quit one, but I was scared to quit the other jobs because that was my source of income. Right. Um, so long story short, the store ended up failing. I had to close the store early. Um, but my main job, I sent in a notice like, you know, I won't be working today. Um, I have to move. And prior to that, I had just moved here. And they knew that I moved. So in the message, it just said, I have to move. I won't be able to come in. So they messaged me like, you have to come to work. Da, da, da. So I get to work. The doctor that I worked under um, came and she's like, you know, came. She did like some small talk. And then she's just like, um, I thought you said you moved last month. And I was just like, like, it's out of nowhere. This is just what she says. And I'm like, what? She's like, I thought you said you moved last month. You needed the day off um, to move, but I thought you just moved. And I was like, I did. I was like, but I have a clothing store that I'm closing down so that I'm, you know, can still work. And I needed this day. And she was just like, oh. And then all these thoughts just start flowing through my mind. But my conclusion was like, I'm a grown ass woman asking another grown woman for a day to take. I'm not saying, can I go play? I'm right. saying I have business to take care of that I couldn't do because they said no. And I told myself that I'm not putting myself in that situation ever again. Like, there's no way that I'm calling somebody talking about, can I have the day to do this? Right. Um, so that always stayed with me. And that was my number one motivator. Still to this day, I still think about that. It's so clear. Like, it happened yesterday. But that was just like, what? But like you were saying, yes, this um working for ourselves it just puts us in a position to um make decisions for ourselves um yeah. it's not really only about money it's the freedom that we have that comes with it to um be and do who we want to do i mean be um which is a great blessing and you know I, I don't know if you have kids but like i know when the time comes and you have kids it's when you're working for someone if your child's sick you know, you they still want you at work. Yeah. They don't care about your kids. And with the way prices are going, you know, can't we're not going to be able to afford daycare at that point. Like, girl, <laughs> <laughs> I heard daycare was like, it's a whole ass tuition. Girl, tuition, a mortgage. Like, <laughs> like what? I mean, you know, mine. My nephew goes to an Armenian private school and his tuition is, it, it's up. Good, good example. Uh, three years ago, two years ago, however, three years ago, we, uh, my brother and sister-in-law had put him in a Spanish immersion school. It was like three or four days a week from eight to 12. It was like $1,200. I'm like, that is a you can't even find like a studio for that price. <laughs> so <laughs> it, it, it's crazy. It's up, it's up there. So crazy. Yeah, you know, it it's great having that flexibility and freedom, but then you're just like, all right, well, I guess I missed out on like that five hundred dollars today, but oh well. <laughs> But then yes. Okay, so five. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no, I was just saying, but at the end of the day, if you have no appointments, then you're really not missing out much, right? You want to go sit in you a can business. can't be if nobody's scheduled. 
Right. You want to go and just sit and twiddle your and phone then, or go get shit done. Right. And then go ahead. Yeah. Or go get shit done. You know, get your phone, uh, uh, salon phone or business phone, get it transferred to your cell phone. So if you're out and about with someone calls, you're like, yeah. Be That's, there I was just about to say that. I'm like, we, li we live in LA. So wherever we're going is not that far. So when they call, it's just like, okay, meet me in an hour or two or yeah. whatever it is. So. <laughs> That's how that's how it works. You just yeah. figure it out though, really. Um five words. What I'm gonna list five words one at a time. When I say the word, you tell me what you think about the word. Okay. Or first thing that comes to your mind. Um love. Infinite. Um uh, water. Necessary. <laughs> Hair. Crown. Social media. A nuisance. Um friends. Who needs them? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Period. Um, well, this has been a complete pleasure, Rita. I am um absolutely in love with the beauty industry is so crazy when i first started um i would never even imagine that i like i'm such a plain jane girl i don't do anything um and going to esthetician school has completely given me a different perspective in just about the beauty industry period um, but it just it's opened me up to so many different things and I'm extremely grateful. So when um because I didn't even know when you got on the live, I didn't know what you did. <laughs> I <laughs> because know. I didn't want to um research anything. I didn't want to know anything when I got on. I um, didn't know what you did. So I was like, yeah, I was like, damn. Like, what are the odds, right? <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so it, i'm extremely grateful to be in the space of the beauty world you get we get to meet so many different people we talk to so many people um and it's kind of like we're like mini therapists <laughs> to, to one degree <laughs> yeah. um well, but i know, think as soon as they sit in our chair or you know on the table then it's like yep. ooh, they just wow. open up yep yeah. so we are just going around saving the world one person at a time one head and one face at a time <laughs> um last question um to the girl who is in a space one that is because i talked to a lot of people and this is one um thing that they are afraid of they're afraid of social media either they're afraid of social media they're afraid to start or they don't know what to do or how to start what do you have to say to her give her some or him whoever um encouraging words to get the ball rolling just start what do you have to lose you have nothing to lose at the end of the day this is a screen oh like this is a screen <laughs> make it make a fool of yourself go on your lives go do a video of you who cares because one of those days, one of those times, there's going to be someone who's going to watch it and be like, "That, that's the person I need to go to. Yep. You know? Like, I was there. I I don't like how I sound on video. And I was like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to record myself speaking. Oh, how many? You know? I mean, like, you posted, you're like, I'm on some podcast host. I've never done a podcast. I'm like... <laughs> This might be cool. I was like, me neither, girl. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. I don't know what we're going to talk about, you know? Like, because sometimes I'm like, I don't feel like I have the experience necessary to go on a podcast and talk about it. Um, I feel and, that way, too. But I'm like. But what do you have to lose? You right. know, if, if someone's watching this or hearing this and they're like, wait, I love her personality. I want her to touch my hair. Great. That's yeah. all you, you just want that one, that one. So do it. Don't, yeah. don't let fear stop you. Period. Okay. So where can they find you? How can they contact you if they want to? Oh, so much. I'm on everything. Um, <laughs> Instagram, TikTok, Bella.RoseSalon. My website, BellaRoseHair.com. Um, Facebook, the well, 
My business has a Facebook like page, which you can find me on that. I'm not going to give out my personal one, but <laughs> you know, um, actually my Instagram, I have two. I have the Bella.RoseSalon and then I have Rita.RoseHair. People can message me. I respond back to everybody unless they're coming at me rude, but you know, I give out what I receive. So uh, <laughs> definitely, you know, if you ever want to get your hair washed and blown, I got you, girl. I Thank can you, do it. <laughs> you, up, you know, I've had, I've had people be like, you can do my hair. And I'm like, yeah. I, I mean, you see this rain's leaving my hair frizz. Like my hair is like thick and curly. Girl, mine too. It's in this tight little bun, but I have big tight curly hair and it's a lot of it you. i got you <laughs> all right and you're not too far either so that is a uh, great um thank you so much for being here thank you for showing up for me thank you for showing up for yourself um <laughs> thank you thank you thank you i will be contacting you shortly um just a, a follow-up uh thank you message no problem. It was great meeting you and talking to you for the past hour. <laughs> Hopefully we get to collab on something else in the future. Of course. This will not be our last. No. And I love the name, Get Shit Done. That's get Shit Done, do. period. <laughs> you ain't got shit to lose to get it done. Nope. But losing I, by not doing it. Exactly. All right. But Okay. Thank you for joining. You have a great rest of your evening, Erin. Thank you. You too. Bye. Bye. That was a fun podcast. Um, I think I'm going to enjoy this. So this was episode number two of season two. Um, and I am looking, I'm still looking for more entrepreneurs to, um, have conversations with, to share whatever it is that they're doing, whatever message that they have to share. I would love to have you guys on, um, contact me, message me, whatever way that you possibly can. Um, like I said, business owners that have been in business for at least one year. Um, but I want to share your story. I want to hear your story. Um, and I want to get to know you through the Get Shit Done podcast. Um, so I am Erin, an all-natural plant-based licensed esthetician. I am located in LA, just outside of Gardena. Um, you guys can follow me on Matilda's Corner on all of my platforms. This will be um, a podcast to remember. Don't forget to thank God for your blessings. Don't forget to say your prayers. And don't forget to take care of your skin. Bye.